It finally happened. It finally happened. It We've finally got happened. A lovely guest on the show today, everybody. Yay. We love it. We love woo, to woo, see woo, it. Woo, woo, We're woo. straight into it. Let's bring on the one and only Josh Snares. Let's go. Let's Hello. Go. Oh my God. Let's us sting. Oh fuck! I do that every time. Wow, what a lovely guest theme. I Woo! love it. Let's go. We Let's love our guest theme music. You have hopefully heard of him, heard of them. Maybe you haven't. Josh, we love to, to we love to have you on the show. Thank you so much for being here. Um, Thank you so much for having me. We've all been listening to your stuff, uh, watching your stuff for so long, and um, yeah. like I remember, I showed Josh your work, like. Josh, Connor, your work like two or three years ago. Right after we went to go see um, Women Who Fell to Earth at the cinema mm -hmm. and we went back to mine to record the first ever 50% episode from our shitty uh, pilot series. And then like three years ago, like yeah. three years ago. Yeah. And then um, afterwards you showed me the, uh, it was the lake video, the video from the, you know, it was on like under the cave where like the it was like the I think it awful was production. oh my god you yeah. and your partner the Halloween about, one yes. yes yes that was it <laughs> that was so good yeah and that's when I that was my first uh, Josh Nance video so yeah yeah oh how my god. would you how I've been you... here since the beginning of the podcast then I know haunting just, it was meant to happen <laughs> it was meant to be yeah <laughs> uh, you've got so much cool content out there which is really great like your uh, I first started watching your stuff through the missing episode stuff which is, I think, how a lot of people found your work, which is uh, really cool. And um, I keep wanting Connor to watch it, but uh, he's a classic who... Well... Hater! I, yeah, I'm not <laughs> the uh, biggest classic fan, as everyone would know. Um, I'm slowly... I'm doing better. I mean, like, what? Dipping in. It was this year that we watched a few of the classics for the podcast? Yes. I hadn't done that before. So, yes. you know, I have been diving in a lot more into it. Like, you know, we're even reviewing a classic episode today. So I'm, I'm getting better. Yeah. I'm getting You're there. Getting there. I'm getting there. I was more of a new <laughs> fan, but I'm getting there with the classics. You know, I definitely always wanted to dive into them. So, you know, I'm glad that we are. Speaking of which, today we're going to be talking about Attack of the Cybermen. Let's go. Uh, the good old fashioned <laughs> Colin Baker story. <laughs> Which, uh, I don't know, I feel like this is the one I've been least confident you're going to like, Connor. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you know. I don't know. Where do you stand with Attack of the Cybermen? Broad strokes, Joss. Uh, I haven't fully figured out. Mm -hmm. Like, I, when I watched it recently, I was like, I'm enjoying this a lot more. But I feel like where I am in my life right now, I've decided I'm just not going to hate anything anymore. Everything is just fine. <laughs> Every episode, episode of Doctor Who is just fine. That's a fantastic. So I'm not the to best be. to be analytical today. I'm so sorry. We <laughs> love yeah, positivity. Like it. It's fantastic. I love that. That's totally fine. I literally I watched it when I got my set season 22 like three weeks ago, mm. and to be yeah. honest, I kind of watched it and I was like, I just, what did I watch? Like <laughs> I finished it and I was like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. So I rewatched it over the weekend. Uh, wow. So you, re you actually watched it twice. So I watched it twice. Wow. Um, Damn. Dedication. Yeah, well, I was like, I genuinely have nothing to say about it unless I rewatch it because I had no idea what happened. Yeah, it just kind of all went over my head. Yeah, I watched it. I watched both parts today. I started mm -hmm. it at lunch in my TAFE break and then finished it. Yeah, today. So I watched forty-five minutes episodes each, which is interesting because I was used to the like twenty-minute, twenty, mm. 22, 25 minute, yeah, uh, like four-part series that we did. So yeah, that was interesting. That's like. That was different. And also it's our first, well, my first full uh, Colin story. Yes. Well. Okay. Yep. So, and the mm. first one we've done for the podcast as well. So there's that as well. Yeah. I've seen through the collection, uh, season 23, which 
I kind of struggle with. I feel like I'm going to enjoy this a lot more because yeah. it was kind of the trial stuff that was. Right. I felt really holding it back. Like it was cool at the start, and then it just kind of the stayed in the, the, same, was, yeah. the same part. Classic. And it was, yeah. Yeah, it was rough. It was rough. Yeah. Anyways, so. We are the 50% Doctor Who podcast, joined by Josh, and you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram, at 50Doctor. Let's hear that lovely theme. Let's who, go. I really want to ask you what you think of this, uh, Josh, because it's... 50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-50-
I wish they shot all of Doctor Who on film. Like, look, I'm watching Spearhead from Space. It's like, this is what Doctor Who could look like. Yeah. And right. I think, like, Russell, Russell T. Davies said, like, ages ago about how, like, the reason why Star Trek or the original stuff for Next Generation, the reason why that has lived on is because it's shot single camera, it's shot on film, and it holds up to a certain extent. It looks old, it looks vintage and retro, but Doctor Who looks cheap. And it makes right. it makes the show look cheaper than it actually is, and which is embarrassing because it's so cheap as it is, <laughs> you know. So, like, yeah, it's a bit rough. Yeah, I wish it was shot on location. I think it could have done a lot better, but yeah, yeah, it's so like refreshing when you get them classic stories that have so much location footage. Like I was watching yeah. Shada a couple of weeks ago for the first time, and all that location footage they got on that is is like so stunning, and it instantly like. I don't want to yeah. say elevates the story because like the story is there on its own, but it, it makes it a lot more, a lot easier to get invested. Even like in. City of Death and stuff like that was. That's yeah, that's stunning. so great. Like I really love that as like a story, mm. and that was like all the Paris stuff was awesome. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, you said you don't want to get too analytical, but Attack of the Cybermen. <laughs> how are we feeling? Um. Yeah. Look, I I feel like with with the sixth doctor and Perry, every story, they haven't really figured out what is their dynamic. How nasty is the sixth doctor going to be to Perry? How much is Perry going to put up with it? And I think in this story, they managed to balance it out really well because you've got Eric Sayward who wrote it. who's the script editor at the time. He had a pretty clear idea of what he wanted their relationship to be. And I feel like in this story, it works and then in some writers, they're a bit nastier. Like, I think, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I think it works in this one, but it doesn't always work. Yeah, mm. I, I was worried because I'd, I'd heard that Colin is not as great in his first season as he is in his second. Um, I think, is that mm. the general consensus online? Yeah, I, I think people like it. I think people like their dynamic more in Trial of a Time Lord because at that point they made the conscious effort. Okay, we're going to be a bit nicer. Yeah, okay. And I think this is a similar critique that, you know, Peter Capaldi and Clara get where it's like they're being mean to each other and sometimes it is horrible. They're, I think they take it too far at times. Whereas I think I can watch The Sixth Doctor from a perspective where it's like this happened before I was born. Right. There, there's no like the show's going to get cancelled. It already did. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that happened. So I think I can enjoy their relationship for what it is. If that makes sense. It's interesting. I feel like, cause like, you know, watching it today, you know, like you just said, like, you know, it, it we knew it, you know, we know it got, it got like, you know, it got canceled and taken off the air. And I think I always knew that Colin's doctor was always quite a controversial one. Mm -hmm. And, mm. and then like, even like, I'd heard so much about Perry, but I hadn't really seen her character. Even like down to like like the uh, the accent. The accent was like I didn't even know that was gonna be there, and that that was cool. But yeah, it's interesting. Like Colin's doctor is, um, yeah, it's an interesting one. I can see why I can see why people didn't like him, but yeah. I think because I know him as like an actor now and how like nice and sweet and jolly he is, it really helps. Uh, yeah. You know, like his doctor more, but. Um, and I think, yeah. like, he says a lot of stuff that's really harsh and, like, kind of comes out of nowhere. But he always, like... I don't know. He always seems to kind of end a conversation with, like, a little bit of a smile or... Yeah, just something he brings does it back. That, like, yeah. I don't know. It doesn't make me not like him. Where, like you said, like, some parts of Pete, um, particularly in, like, The Caretaker, where he's just... 
being a not dick. a nice yeah. person like it, it's just yeah yeah there's no logic there it's in, it is interesting i think yeah like you know I mean, like, it was, I mean, I, I, I don't know. So they were, Perry was discussing, like, the, how he just recently generated. So was this story quite close to, was it just the episode before the regeneration or? Yeah, it's, it's a weird one where uh, Peter regenerates in the second last story, right? Of season 21? Yeah. In case of Anjazani, yeah. Is there any reason why? Do you know? Um... For some for some reason, they thought it'd be a good idea to not wait a whole year for the audience to get to know the new Doctor, but right. it was a, it was a, I think it was a, a bit of a mistake because they were kind of the last episode of the season usually is we've run out of money and <laughs> I, I think that. they needed some time to really figure out what they wanted to do with the sixth Doctor before they kind of chucked in because the twin dilemma. I, I think Colin Baker and Nicola Bryan are the best things about the Twins Island, like always. They're, they're, I think they're brilliant in their roles, but it's a bit of a rough story. Yeah. And I think if they had a bit of time, I think it could have been a lot better. I see. Interesting. And like, this shows how much research. I usually do the behind the scenes stuff, but I just have not this week. So, uh, hi, Josh. Yeah. It's the more barrel more. of knowledge. <laughs> more and more these days, yeah. Uh, the whole like 45 minute format, do you know why that came about? They did an experiment with it the year before with, um, what's the Dalek story with Tegan where she goes? What's the name of that one? They all oh, start I don't with know, R. I've not seen that one. Um, uh, I'm trying to think of Dalek. Resurrection. Story. There you go. Resurrection of the Daleks. Right. Um, they did that because I think the Olympics was on or something and they had to change the format in order to do it. I don't remember why. I wasn't born. I, I, I wasn't even thought of yet. Yeah. So it was a bit, a bit long ago. So for some reason they decided to do it for this season, but I don't know the actual reason. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, it's a weird one. And then like the fact that they didn't stick with it and well, I guess it didn't work maybe, but they revert back to the, the 25. Right, so is it, is it just for like the one season now, the 45 yeah. minute episodes? Okay, yeah. interesting. It's like yeah. a really obscure one. But it's it's like, it's it was, I was wondering what they were going to do with like, um because with like the, say like see a death for example like it had to like every like 20 or so minutes like they had to lead up to like a cliffhanger and i feel like i was interested to see how like it would go writing wise where they had to only do one cliffhanger and then the second Mm -hmm. part would just end and the story would end because like you know sometimes we would see that the cliffhangers just were kind of there just because they had to kind of fit something in to end that yeah, part very forced. quite forced mm, yeah. um so i was interested to see how they de- dealt with that and i guess that could be like a, a positive for them but yeah it's weird watching a classic episode which is the same length as a new who episode yeah that is kind of like that it kind of took me a while to wrap my head around yeah but i saw that yeah. in some countries it was broadcast as four parts though I think it like the right, first yeah. part ended with the the Cybermen reveal or around that. That's a classic like way to end a classic story. Yeah. The Cybermen get revealed. Which and was a ends. cool scene, like when yeah. that, when that door opens in the in the sewers and Cyberman mm. walks out. Right, pretty cool. Yeah, they look great. Like I always love like the look at the Cyberman. They got such funny voices, and it's it's the there is always something to enjoy about like a classic Who episode. Like it's the always cyber, a lot to take away the from Cyber the Cyber Controller though. He's what was chunky, that look? He's a oh. chunky boy. He's a chunky boy. <laughs> I love it. He's got like a the head. It's just that's great. what's insane. You gotta love it. It's just the voices as well are just so wacky. It's just great. Horrific. Horrific. I love it. It's so good though. Uh Josh, I got some quick fire questions for you. We're gonna trial 
Well, we actually whenever yeah, we get a new guest fun. on, well, hold this, hold on the segment for a second. Right. We get whenever we get a new guest on, we like to ask, what brought you into who? Okay, okay. So my introduction to Doctor Who is a bit weird. So I didn't watch Doctor Who first. I watched Torchwood first. Ah. And I watched Torchwood first because my mum was like, "You'd like this show." Weird suggestion for a parent <laughs> to say they should watch Torchwood. Like <laughs> but it was my mum's way of saying it's like, I think you're kind of fruity, so you should probably tell us. This is my way of saying, look, we're cool with gay people. And um, so that was my in- entry-, entry into Doctor Who. And then I didn't know it was a Doctor Who spinoff for like the first two seasons until someone told me. Mm-hmm. So at school and they said, you should watch Doctor Who because it's a spinoff. And I was like, oh, I didn't even know that. So I watched um, Rise of the Cybermen, which was interesting. Yeah, I still don't like that story. But then I continued to watch it because I was a teenager with nothing else to do. <laughs> and then somehow, here we are. Yeah. Well, what, what brought you over to Classic Who then? Um, it was the... I was a big David Tennant fan. I was like purely only into the 10th Doctor. And then when Matt Smith came around especially with like stuff like Feature of the Daleks and stuff like that. And they were saying, oh, it was a callback to Power of the Daleks. And that's when I found out about missing episodes. And then I started to be interested in the bigger story of Doctor Who. Because I feel like David Tennant's Doctor, who I love. I love the 10th Doctor. He's my favorite because he's my first. Well, William Hartnell was my favorite. But we're not going to that. It's not going to that. <laughs> Basically, I feel like his, the 10th Doctor is very much like, I'm the Doctor. The rest of them don't matter. I'm yeah, yeah, sure. he's a bit egotistical, and which I like about his character, but I think it can put you off exploring the bigger part of the show. But I feel like Stephen Moffat's era is very much like you want to explore the rest of the show. Yeah, is that a fair assessment? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I get that. Because... Yeah, that's that's yeah, it's a good point. And but I also think like, or maybe this is different because you didn't jump into Who when it was first. Well, knew Who when it was first coming out. With me, it was mm. like. I think I was too young to kind of go into Classic Who. It's kind of weird because you'd feel like being young yeah. and watching Classic Who, you'd be less, you wouldn't notice, you mm. know, the dodgy production values in mm. parts and stuff like that. But I think like all that stuff, whenever I watched it, it's still just the stories just went over my head of Classic Who. I just couldn't engage with it as yeah, a kid. That's, that's yeah, that's pretty much exactly what happened to me. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I mean like, you know, when I knew Classic Who existed, but I just had, like, no really... I just didn't really want to, you know, watch it. I mean, like, you know, that's how... That's at least, like, how I got into it. My, I think it's the same with you. Like, my our parents were like, we used to watch it as kids. Like, that's... You know, you should try it, you know? So... Yeah. But, yeah, that just I, that, that didn't make me want to watch it at all. Yeah. The classic series, at least. Not for and a it, while. And it's bizarre, all of the, the um, sort of... Not predictions. What's the word, like... Uh, when you, like, judge something before you see it. Um, like judging a bit by its color. Well, like watching series one, right? As a kid, I always thought that even though it's like a the time was like recent history for Eccleston and stuff like that, and it's like a, a journey of like him getting over his kind of PTSD in a way. Yeah, it's like I and I think you were as well, Connor. Were under the impression that all of Classic Who was also set. After the time, yeah, war. I didn't. Like, I didn't even know time war. Time I did as well. Yeah. That's so weird. Hey, didn't know Gallifrey would show up as much as it did. Like, it's even weird watching, like, yeah. even like hearing, like, like Colin Stopter talking about like the Time Lords and all that, and like how the Time mm-hmm. Lords wouldn't in this story that we were reviewing, like 
how they wouldn't they wouldn't be happy about it it's like it's kind of crazy how much they had an impact on like all the classic era and then to jump into new who and then just be gone all of a sudden yeah well it's like in new who they didn't know what to do with them like yeah. russell kind of knew like because he just like was like oh, i just don't want them to be part now of they it. still and kind of don't know what to do <laughs> well because then like it was like moffat brought them back yeah and then and then like he brought them back but they no russell brought them back and then moffat kind of shoved them aside again and, they got and then brought them back sent away and then and then chibno and then chib did what yeah sent them away <laughs> whatever yeah whatever that was yeah they're now walking around cybermen i don't know who knows <laughs> i don't know yeah it's it's so interesting but um yeah. yeah it'd be interesting to see if like i don't even know if like russell will even touch a gallifrey story for a while i think we might just get i know and i think that's for new. the best i i think so yeah it's just so messy now that whole yeah that whole yeah. strand i don't know I think this is the issue with like so many showrunners and so many doctors and so many like it, it's just it's it's completely lost its like idea of like this is a TV show mm. it has to make sense to a viewer whereas now it's like oh we're just gonna make it up as we go along it's whatever this showrunner's opinions are yeah and I I don't know if that that can be a good thing I think I think it could be a very good thing because it means we can tell interesting and new stories and new perspectives but also it's like I my mom stopped watching Doctor Who ages ago. When Clara left, she was like, oh, but I love Clara. Because <laughs> I feel like that's how most people watch a TV show. It's like, oh, my favorite character just Yeah, died. and then Why they leave. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think like who sometimes, and maybe it's because we're getting, we keep getting actors that get really big, really fast and stuff like that. But yeah, um, I think a lot of the time who's kind of scared to hold on to a character for like four seasons, you know, mm. like, yeah. But yeah, I, I think all the doctors, I think there's like debate about Capaldi but all of the other doctors, it's been their decision in New Who to leave, right? I think. Because Chris, definitely. And then David, yeah, Matt, I and think, Jody yeah. all kind of wanted to. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's yeah, that's it's interesting, you know. And I also think like, and like the amount of people that I've spoken to now who want to jump back into Doctor Who again when they know that David's coming back mm. is interesting. But like, you know, I, I've also been asking those same people like, do you think you'll stay on after he leaves because i think this is a really good time to jump on but i think the idea of like like 60 years of a show is a very scary like jumping on point for like a new viewer as much as i want new viewers to jump on it's also like i understand why they'd be confused as hell yeah and like you know they're like how can i jump into a show that's been on for 60 years like this is this is like an old doctor who's like you know david tennant or like if they jump on with shooty's era it's also like it's hard. It's like, you know, and then it's like, you know, do they, do they start with Eccleston's Doctor? Do they jump into Classic Who? Like where, do they just watch the Doctors they want? It's so, it is, it's yeah. hard to tell someone where to start to watch. I think like my only hope, well, I got a lot of hopes for this new era, but like, Hell yeah. I, I hope that they make the transition, the, the David to Shooty transition like strong enough so that people don't yeah. get, mm. you know, people don't just come back to watch David and then yeah. they stop watching. Like stop if watching. they leave like a narrative thread or like introduce Shooty in the 60th specials with David somehow, like more than just a final scene, uh, then I don't know, then people might be more encouraged to, to watch on. Yeah. How, how excited were you that Russell was coming back? Like, are you, are you really keen for it? Have you got a bit of uh, worries or? I'm, I've always been a big Rusty Davies fan. I really like what he does outside the show as well. And I think, 
I'd be very surprised if he does exactly what he did 10 years ago. Or however long ago. Oh, God, it was probably much longer than that. I know. We're all I'm getting old. old. Yeah, literally. <laughs> you know, it's so like, long ago. I feel like he's had... He was on the top of his game back in 2005. And he's even higher now. Like, consistently doing incredible shows. So, I think Doctor Who's in safe hands. But I have no idea what they're going to do. Absolutely no idea. Yeah. It's exciting, isn't it? Because I feel like no one really does yeah. know what they're going to do. But I feel like it's going to... It's gonna surprise us in a really good way, and it's it's in it's in really safe hands. Like yeah. I feel like it is. The show is yeah. in really really safe hands, and I think we could get something really exciting and good here. Yeah, and we we know that like the best thing that Russell does is create like a really good drama and b really good characters. Characters, the two yeah. kind of go hand in hand, yes. really. So it's like yeah, you know, we know we're gonna get that, and so even if there is some flaws to it, I feel like that stuff's always gonna be there, and that's what's super important to. To all of us, I think. Yeah, it's so exciting. I'm so keen. I'm very keen. We Josh- can't stop talking about it. how keen we are. Every damn week. I feel like we just repeat. I literally, I feel like we just repeat ourselves because we're just so keen for it. It's still so far away, but so good. it's so exciting. Josh, we have a, yeah, so a lovely segment is where I was getting to earlier. Let's go. Um, and <laughs> get ready. We're trialing this for the first time and you might want to, I don't know how loud this stings about to be. So just brace yourself okay. to throw your headphones to the side. Uh, I love it. Everyone, welcome to Speedy Who. Woo! Whoa! Yeah, round and four. Let's go! This is where we're going to fire some quickfire questions at you, Josh. And, you know, we can find some, you know, afterwards we'll come back. We might circle back to a few of your answers. Mm -hmm. But yeah, super, super short questions. You've answered the first one already, which was favorite doc. Oh, my favorite dog is William Hartnell. There we go. Favorite food? Uh, donuts. Love wow, it. I love it. Uh, favorite non-Who TV show? Oh. It's hmm. a deep thought. That is a <laughs> deep thought. Uh, I guess um, stereotypical drag race, I guess. Yeah, love it. Love it. I've watched a few. Uh, last episode of Who You Watched? Oh, I just... I, I just watched The End of Time part oh. one two last night. Wow. Very okay. good. Very good. I love it. Classic or new who? Uh, classic who? A movie or TV show you watched recently and loved? Stranger Things. Very <laughs> good. I agree. You need to watch it, Connor. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> Best film you've watched at the cinema this year? Best thing I've watched in the cinema this year? Yeah. Um, I've only seen The Batman. That's the only thing I've seen in the movies. It was good. Very right. good, very good. Uh, an episode of Who that you love, but no one else does? Uh, the Haunts of Nymon. Yeah, okay, okay. So much fun. Uh, an episode of Who you hate, but others love? Um, damn, that's hard. It's a toughie. We can come Maybe. back to it. I'm just going to do Blink. Blink. I think it's overrated. Whoa. I think that's not even a hot take. That pain. Uh, I'm sorry. A one word hope for RTD2. One word hope? Yeah. What do you want for, for Russell's oh. new era in one word? Oh, the, the Nissa adventures. The- Come on. <laughs> I, I, want, I want the stupidest spinoff. Give me one really stupid spinoff that no one could possibly want. That's what I want. Yeah. Silly stuff. Right. I love it. Uh, what's an episode of Who that always makes you laugh? 
the horns of Nymon. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to keep talking about horns of Nymon. It's the new horns of Nymon. We're going to come so. back to that. Don't worry. Um, all right. Favorite, favorite TARDIS team or duo? Oh. Uh, the 10th Doctor and Donna. Yep. Wow. Okay. And you've got one hour to live. You don't want to see your family, your friend. You don't want to live yeah. life. You want to watch an episode of Doctor Who. What is it and why is it the Horns of Nymon? <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually going to say the Daleks master plan because it goes for five hours, which means somehow I'm going to hack the system you and have. I get to live for four hours longer. Good wow, job. You it. just hacked the system. Look at that. Incredible. Wow. Eh? So the Horns of Nymon, that is... Um, <laughs> Is that the that's the last one of seventeen, right? Before Sharda? It is. Which yes. you mentioned me in that podcast recently where you said Josh is screaming at the screen. I did I was actually Yes, I did say that, yeah. Yeah, I did, yeah, yeah. Yeah, good. And I was like, yes. Thank you. Thank you, <laughs> you thank, thank you, thank you. Yeah, because I actually I think I struggled with it at the start. Um I think it was one where I didn't watch part one properly. And then watched like part two and was like, I have no idea what's happening. Similar to Attack of the Cybermen. Yeah. I'm just a shit viewer, yes. apparently. Yeah. Um, but so I went back and rewatched it from the start. And yeah, I thought it was funny. Like the the, yeah. the boys walking around like, <laughs> doing all this shit. <laughs> like, it's fun. Connor has no idea what we're talking no. about. <laughs> I was just like, what the hell is this? Oh God, I love the Haunted Night one is so weird because like the first half... The reason why the Horns of Nine One is actually kind of excellent is because it's it's not a Doctor Who story; it's a Romana story. Romana is playing the Doctor, and the Doctor's just kind of hanging out, having a laugh, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. And then you've got these ridiculous Nymon, and everyone just has no idea what's going on. The costumes are a mess. Yeah. There's like a guy who rips his pants. <laughs> you know, you've got this incredible speech. Because like, like, even think about that 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 famous speech. Like, it's Romana doing the Doctor's speech. Yeah. Romana's the one calling him out and she's the meddlesome hussy, not the doctor. You know, it's, yeah. it's just, it's incredible from beginning to end and I love it. Yeah. It's so much fun. This is the one that I was saying where like the first two parts, it's just the doc, like just doing nothing on the TARDIS and canine like blows up and he mouth right. to mouths canine. Mouth to canine. And it's, yeah. it's so fun. It's so like, there is like, this, so this, very this what's so good about Classic Who is I feel like there are so many episodes that like, you know, I'm yet to experience and watch and like we can we can do it for the show and stuff and you know, there's there's already there's always like so many fun stories just to you know to jump onto. I mean I'd love yeah. to I'd love to watch that. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like it what what would you say? What would you say is like the perfect jumping on point for Classic Who? Like if you could pick an episode for someone who hasn't seen Do- uh, Classic Who before, what would you pick to like mm. watch first? I think weirdly, and I think a lot of people I like I know Ellie has said this. The Five Doctors is the perfect jumping on okay. because it's like a little like I haven't seen that yet. A like tasting platter of everything, and you'd be like, "Oh, I like this and that and the other thing." Because that was the first one I watched. Okay. Okay. Because because of Time Crash, because it was Peter Davison, so I was like, "Oh, Peter mm. Davison's like the tenth Doctor," mm. so I'm gonna watch that, and I feel like it's a good. Yeah, it's, it's just a bit of everything. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Because I, I sort of introducing connor to it we did the three doctors mm-hmm. which i thought is probably mm. you know kind of similar but obviously yeah we started with the three doctors. doctors which was really good yeah we want to we want to watch that i'm also really interested to watch that episode with um is it patrick Troughton and, and uh colin 
Two Doctors, yeah, that's yeah. In, in this season. I really, I really would like to watch that at some point. I mean, I might, you know what, I might actually just like watch some, like, without even, like, reviewing it on the show. I'll but believe I it when I it. see it. You're I not going to get that. We were, <laughs> we were going to do the Silurian story, not Silurian stories, we're going to do the, um, the uh, Sea Devils yeah, uh, right. stories, we but we never got around to doing that, which I wouldn't mind checking out at some point. But Yeah, we can do that. You're right, I probably never will do it, but... Yeah, I think that would be that would have been a really good time. That's how originally I wanted to to get Josh on the show. Yeah, uh, I was messaging around Easter, saying like, you know, you should come on and do the um the the Sea Devil stories. But yeah, that would be really interesting. Yeah. I'm I'm really interested in that kind of stuff. But you know, a lot to watch. Yeah, but you know, we'll get there one day. You know? Yeah, can you, Josh, pitch? to connor who is just so apprehensive about watching stranger things for oh god can you just like in a few sentences get connor to watch it okay. if you get him to watch it then i'll be blown away yeah go on it's gonna be hard to uh, convince me i think there's a lot of hype around it mm-hmm. is the hype justified <laughs> maybe i think what it is is it seems a lot da- it seems really daunting because the episodes are so long but and they are over long. They they need to be edited down. It's ridiculous. Yeah, big time. But I think everything everything that people say about Stranger Things that it's nostalgia bay and it's all this now thing. I think is just kind of like weak. I don't I, I don't believe that to a certain extent. I think there are moments where they do a bit of references and stuff like that. But it's not. The, it's not the cake of the thing. It's it's like barely even icing. It might be sprinkles. It's barely even there. It's they they have a story to tell and it's interesting and it's fun, but yeah, there is a lot of characters. Mm. I don't know. I'm not the person to say you should watch Stranger Things because I'm personally of the opinion anyone can make up their mind whatever the hell they like. But the reason I watched it was because everyone said I look like Steve from Stranger Things. I see it, <laughs> and that's why I watched it because I want to be in on the joke. <laughs> yeah, you do. I yeah. See it. I I don't know. I feel like... I said this on the show before. I feel like when people tell me to like watch something, it makes me not want to watch it. Mm. And now it's yes. like a good running gag. Even like Dylan messed me though. It's like, Aiden's obsession with Stranger Things is weird. And I'm like, it is weird. <laughs> it is weird. It's very strange. So like, you know, I, I, I like to be a snob. I like to be a snob. Just, I mean, like, you know, I, yeah. I, that's my that's my thing, I guess. Like yeah. I'm a bit, a, bit, a bit snobby when it comes to TV shows and, and movies. And I got a, like a bit of a... A persona to keep on the show and that would be my sure. thing i mean i watched the first uh, three seasons yeah my character this, this is my character arc okay yeah well yeah. you need to progress that arc by watching, watching season four i've seen the first three seasons and i i liked them yeah um i never really got the the hubbub though i sure. never really got like what was yeah, so um amazing about it and again when everyone starts to watch something it kind of like it kind of Turns, it's like it's like when like Squid Games was the fucking shit last year. Everyone was yeah, like talking I about and watch it. And if you didn't watch it, it's like, what's wrong with you? You haven't seen it yet? Yeah. Loser. <laughs> go yeah. watch it. And it's like, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I'll go over and watch it now. And you kind of feel like you have to like watch it because it's what everyone is talking about. Yeah, I like foreign films yeah. and stuff, but I just, something about Squid Game, I couldn't, Drive I think I car. did most of it, but I didn't finish it. All right, so we round back to Attack of the Sidemen at some point. I feel like we've, uh, <laughs> we've forgotten about this one. <laughs> Um, Wait, so we're not talking about Horn of, uh, the Horns of Nyman? I'm oh, sorry. No, we can talk about the Horns of Nyman. Sure, we can do it. <laughs> 50%. That's what we do. Um, oh. So, th- okay, there's this character in Attack of the Sidemen, and I assume it's because he's from probably that Dalek story that you mentioned. Yes, he is. He's in Resurrection, Resurrection of Daleks? Yeah. So, yeah. who's this fella? Lytton. 
Lit- yeah, him. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to know, Connor, what did you think of Linton? Because you didn't know who he was, unless you have seen Resurrection. Of God, no, yeah. I was like, who is this person? I mean, like, you know, when I'm watching Classic Who, I'm used to kind of just being confused and like scratching my head the whole time. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. He must have been in like another episode, but I didn't know what and what... Uh, what Doctor it was or what season. But yeah, they mentioned the Daleks a fair bit. So I was like, okay, it must just be a Dalek story. So yeah, yeah. if that's correct. I've not seen that either. So it was a... Right. Yeah, I felt the same. It was interesting. Oh, okay. So yeah, Linton's brand new to both of you. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. He seemed cool Basically, Linton worked with the Daleks. That's all you really need to know. What what sure. Doctor was it for Peter Davison? Fifth Doctor. Okay. Yes, it was Peter Davison, yeah. All right. Yeah, well, that was interesting. But yeah, I was like, I, yeah, I literally don't know like, what the hell is going on. But yeah. yeah. Is that uh, 20 or 21? Uh, 21. Okay. It was Tegan's last story, so 21, yeah. Huge. Because I've only seen the collection episodes and a couple of the animations. Oh. And... oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, so I feel like that didn't really help with my like um, confusion with the episode per se, where I was like kind of struggling to understand really what was going on and then that got added yeah. on top. Yeah. I was just like, yeah, I didn't really, you know, get it, but, you know. You know what was like a really silly thing that kept happening every time? Like every time a Cyberman wanted to kill someone, that just like Yeah, I love that it, it's so That good. was harder than they did it, <laughs> to be honest. Like that was a thought. All this green goo is like coming out of them, they're getting yeah. shot. A lot of Cybermen getting shot in the face, uh they take a yeah. helmet and chuck it on someone. Mm-hmm. That whole like subplot on that planet, I just tell us. I just don't. Is that I don't, right? Tell us. I, I just, I didn't. Tell us, yeah. I thought yeah. you were saying tell us and I'm like, I'm, yeah, I tell, am telling, tell you. I am telling you. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I, I just didn't, I did not get it. I just didn't get it. I was like, what the fuck is going on? I don't know. Yeah. I, I, a, I, yeah, I'm a, a classic hater. Though, what are they called? Them fugly ass, like, that do this shit. What are they called? That them, was strange. The... The, like, glitter all over them and... Yeah. Oh, the cryons. That's it. The cryons. Mm. Yeah. They are a, yeah. a thing. Uh, that, yeah, that's a good <laughs> recreation. It's, just, it, it's so odd. Yeah. I don't know if they were like... Didn't, so didn't you tell me this was the same writer as Earthshock? It is. Yeah, well, it's up for debate, but it, okay. is, it is Eric Saywood. So it's credited for Paula Mo- Mo- Morsley or something like that. But um, basically, it was written by Eric Saywood, but because he was script editor, he could only write one episode a season, and he was doing Revelation of the Daleks for the finale of that season. I see. So, he wrote this episode, but Ian Levine claims that he wrote the episode. Because all of the continuity stuff with Tomb of the Cybermen and that, he gave him notes about that, and he did research. So, he thinks he's entitled to a credit of the, the script. But Eric disagrees heavily with that. and uh, But I believe it's Eric Saywood through and through because it feels like a script from him. Damn. Yeah, so do you like Earthshock? I do like Earthshock. I think it's... The thing about Eric Saywood's writings, it's it depends if you're into like action and gore and ag- aggressive violence, which it's very un-Doctor Who. Yeah. His writing is very, yeah. very different. And I, I like it because it's refreshing and different in the same way. Like I like Stephen Moffat's writing because it doesn't feel like anyone else is writing it. It feels like Stephen Moffat's writing. I think Eric is exactly the same. And I, I think Earthshock is full of shocks and twists. Or it's in the name, isn't it? Mm. And Earth. 
So I think it, I think it's fun, but I don't know if it's... Is this the type of Doctor Who it should be every week? Probably not. I don't really want the Doctor shooting someone all the time. Yeah. Which is a common... Yeah, it's interesting phrase. you say I that, heard, yeah. like, quite a few episodes of season 22 kind of go a bit violent. Is that is that a fact? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Definitely for sure. Yeah, I think there was a lot of criticism for how violent Doctor Who was during this period. And... I, I don't get bothered by it because obviously I like horror movies and stuff like that. So it doesn't even phase me in the slightest. But I guess it probably was would have been shocking for kids back then. And um, I, yeah, it's really open to like if this is the type of thing you're into or not. Yeah. But it's a lot. I guess it's a lot of like the there was a lot of, uh, I'd say a lot, not really. But for Doctor Who, a lot of blood in this episode. Yeah. Hands, the hands, they go, they go red, and like the yeah. snapped neck. Uh, like I just said, then like the the like the goo coming out of all the side, like the green goo, mm-hmm. um, like yeah. smashing off side men's heads. Yeah, I, I I noticed that as well, where I felt like you know the show was maybe trying to go down like maybe a bit more of a darker route because it was maybe running out of like ideas, running out of steam a little bit. Maybe like you know they were trying to introduce maybe like get a new audience. Maybe it was mm-hmm. definitely interesting. Yeah, because like. We, I'd heard so much about Earthshock, and were you similar? You didn't love it? Didn't no, hate it? No, I didn't, like Earthshock. I feel like I it? like it better every time as well. Okay. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. I, I feel like Earthshock was like, it was almost like, to me, it was like, that That was like the classic episode to like watch. Yeah. So I think I had like that hype for it, and then went in and was just like, yeah, this is just, this is all right, you know? Yeah. But, Interesting. Yeah. Mm. You know, in this episode, one thing that like was so jarring every time it happened, like there's some nice bits, but the score is oh, the God. most like. <laughs> I love Castle Who's score. Do, 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 so do, good. Hate it. And there's that sequence at the start, like they show the cops and that score plays, and then they cut to like <laughs> Colin and Perry. And then it will just cut to one shot of the cops and it will just go, like, it, it's <laughs> like silly. Um, but yeah, I love it. I think it's, I think it's funny. Yeah. Castle Who's score is like so interesting. But like the, the Haley's yeah. Comet theme, mm. that was really nice. Mm. That was like kind of this lovely sci-fi. And it got set up at the beginning and I like how it, like it came back near the end. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, it's just such an interesting story. Like, even on the back of the, uh, even on the back of the box there, it's got like the, is it like a cupboard? What the it's, tar- a, um, it's yeah. like it's almost like a cupboard that like, like what the TARDIS turns into. That is yeah. like that is so interesting and wacky and cool. And like even even I like I love Doctor Who. I didn't even know there was an episode where the TARDIS like changed well, there you go. to fit with the surroundings. There's and an I organ. thought that was awesome. Yeah, the yeah, the fucking piano. So yeah. good. I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Like, I know. Yeah, I do why did so like what was 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 Colin's doctor like? Would you guys say because you know more than me? Was Colin's doctor? You think like the start of the steady decline because his doctor was so different to everyone else? It's hard because at the time the show was still being watched. People liked what they were doing, and then all of a sudden it was on a hiatus because the BBC decided it was shit. So then because the media is saying, "Oh, Doctor Who's in danger. It's it's fledgling in ratings," which wasn't true. And it, so people start to think, oh, this show is bad. And I think we're, we're seeing a similar thing with Jodie Whittaker's Doctor because, you know, obviously there's accusations of it being woke and stuff, but every single television show is doing that. A woman appears and like, oh my God, ah, terrifying. 
you know, so I don't think Doctor Who is isolated in that. But I think if the media keeps saying this show is bad, this show isn't what it used to be, people are going to start believing it, especially people who aren't watching it. Is that when Doctor in Distress came about? Yes. Love it. Yes, it did. Love it. Have you seen um, that, Connor? No. Oh, so that was that? in between. Yeah, so after Revelation of the Daleks, that came out. Yeah. You are in for a treat, Connor. You're going to go home. Is that a classic story? <laughs> uh, you could say that. It's... <laughs> It's a classic. It is, yeah. Okay. It's a classic. Just type up Doctor Who, Doctor in Distress. They used it again recently, didn't they, at some charity, like Red Nose Day or something? Oh, you were about this. Is that like that unofficial, like, collaboration story with all the Doctors? Uh, no. Okay. It's, are you thinking of Dimensions in... Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. I'm keen to watch that one day, but that's a different story. You gotta love a show at sixty that mm. like has so much history, and that's what I love about Doctor Who so much. Is that it just it has such like a it's so vast and different in different eras, and that's what's just so yeah. great about it. I think like even if you don't love an era, I think there's still always something in it that you can you can read. Like, how what are your thoughts on like the controversial Chris Chibnall era? Because I always love talking to people about that. Like, did you did you enjoy it? Uh, I'm not a huge Chris Chibnall fan I, I don't like his writing i think it doesn't speak to me i i think jody's done a fine job with what she's been given and there's been a lot of episodes i like like i love the witch finders i think it's one of probably one of the best episodes yeah cool and i, I was re-watching the halloween apocalypse um recently and i was like this is just good loads yeah. of fun really yeah Fox is really fun and i think i i think there's with every era there's good and bad and i think we're finally getting to the point where you know, Chris Chibnall was now gone, and now it's a time we don't have to worry about ratings. We don't have to worry: is the show being cancelled? We can look back and think, "We liked this bit. We didn't like that bit. Yeah. Let's move on." Yeah. We, we have peace with it now. We found peace as fans. Yeah, that's so, so I'm true. Finding parts that I really enjoyed, like I really enjoyed Fugitive of the Jadoon. I uh, love Joe Martin. I think there's been a lot of good in there, but of course there is a lot of bad, like in every era. Totally, that's yeah. so true about um, it, knowing that it's now. Um, like not it getting cancelled and it's got a new showrunner. I really do think yeah. I can look back on the era now and think, okay, yeah, like you just said, like this is why I like, this is why I didn't like. And I think rewatching it, knowing as well, mm. will really help me enjoy it more. Because I was similar to you, I, I didn't, I didn't feel that connected to it. But I think I haven't really even given it a chance of a rewatch. Yeah. So when we eventually get yeah. to it, where well, we got two more seasons of of Capaldi, and then we'll 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 do it on the show. And I think I haven't even given it a chance of a rewatch. So mm. that would be I'm interested to see because you've always enjoyed it more than me. But I think I think we might be on the same level. Well, time. yeah, I mean, I don't I don't love it. I, I totally agree with the whole the whole disconnect. Like I'm not connected to it as yeah. I am with um, yeah other eras. But yeah, I don't know. I still uh, find bits that I enjoy weirdly. And this is why I'm like, maybe in time, the whole era, I might feel this way about it. But yeah. series 11, for some reason, I've suddenly, the last like six months, started to feel weird, weirdly nostalgic over. I don't know. There was mm. so much hype being like, oh, you yeah. know, Jodie's going to be great, which, which yeah, she, she's awesome. Uh, and, and yeah, because we were big fans of Broadchurch but before Who and before he was announced. So we were kind of like, oh, it's kind of similar with Russell now. We we're like, it's in such safe hands. Yeah, it's yeah gonna we be were fantastic. very excited. Um, yeah. And yeah, he's done a fine job. He's done a, he's done a totally fine job. It's just, yeah, not necessarily taking it into crazy would, would you say you're excited for the centenary special this October? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I've decided not to get my hopes up. 
I think Legend of the Sea Devils really upset me. <laughs> yeah. Obviously the same. But I was really excited to see the Sea Devils return. Yeah. And then I was just, from the very beginning, I was like, oh no. <laughs> Where are all the shots? Yeah. I, it, you just knew there's like 10 minutes of footage missing. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, was this cut out or did they just not get it in the can? I, I think they didn't get it in the can yeah. because it's just a mess. But I think in 10 years time, I can sit back and laugh with yeah. it and think, yeah. oh, this was funny. This is silly. And I can enjoy it for what it is. So, but the centenary special, 90 minutes, that's Very a good cool. bit of breathing time. Mm-hmm. And time. I think maybe it'll work better because I, but it's got the trademark bits I don't like about Chris Chibnall, which is there's a million characters and they're all running around and they're not really doing anything. anything mm. yeah. And I'm really concerned that Tegan and Ace are going to be there, going to shoot a Dalek and then we're just not going to see him ever again. Yes. Or they're going to stand in the background like Kate Stewart in Flux and just <laughs> yeah. like twiddle her thumbs. Yeah. <laughs> do you, <laughs> like, do you get you really excited when you see like um, someone like Ace and Tegan coming back or do you get like really nervous that their characters are going to like not be written well or done justice to you know, what they were like in the classics. I'm going to enjoy it for what it is, yeah. which is a nice yeah, way a- of saying I have no faith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Yeah. It's just silly yeah. old Doctor Who. Yeah. And it's like we said, you know, Chris Chibnall has left now. That's mm. in the past. So I'm just going to enjoy it for what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And like who knows? That. It might be great. It could be great. Yeah. I think it's got more chances than, than kind of, ever of being really great and balancing the hundreds of things that are yeah. going on because of that 90 minute runtime. Yeah. That um, is cool. That gives me hope. The whole 90 minute thing is actually, I think we've said a lot, like really cool and awesome. And I'm really glad the BBC let them do it. Yeah. And I think it's a respectful way to end like the Chibnall era, which was quite short compared to what we yeah. got with other, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, showrunners and stuff. And for, I think, and I think Jody deserves like a 90 minute special to finish up on. Mm. Um, sure. but, you know, it's just like, you know, we've, we've, I just, I just really, unfortunately, I just don't think like, you know, the, you know, I think everyone is quick to say that like when Russell comes back, like the, all the fans are going to rejoice and we're all yeah. going to hold hands and run <laughs> off into the sunset. I think it's going to get worse because people, well, wait, because yeah. people <laughs> think, people think that Russell coming back, like, you know, it's, it's going to be, I mean, from what we've already seen already, it's already making people go crazy, which is a horrible thing to yeah. see. God knows what's going to happen when it actually comes out. And yeah. people are like, how dare they do this to my show? I just, I don't, I, I would love to see us all be happy, mm-hmm. but I don't know if yeah. it's going to be. I think, you know, Twitter's already a shit show. I reckon in 2023, mm-hmm. I reckon yeah. it's going to be an absolute war zone. The worst thing is is the comment section on our like clips and stuff that are released from the episodes. Oh God. Is that, they're just like, just a statement about like something being terrible about not even saying the time it's just something that's totally they're just like yeah i don't know they're just like pointless comments that are just like statements just for the sake of like it's hard to see it's hard to see because like you know everyone's coming from like everyone just loves the show but it's like there are just those people who really just like have that need to state their like bogus opinion and like make it so loud that it's like but when it when you do stuff like that it's like you're you're like killing the show you're 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 ruining it for other people it's just it's it's weird that like you know yeah it's sad that the clips yeah the clips just get all kinds of comments and it's just it sucks it really does like yeah i don't know yeah fans kind of suck sometimes some of them are like really 
<laughs> there's some that are like, oh, not to be biased or anything, but Jody's just <laughs> a bad doctor. And I look and it's like some white man, you know, and I'm yeah, like, I'm not, you're, I'm not you're biased like, at all. <laughs> It's very silly. And the ones that made me laugh as well is like Rip Doctor Who 1963 to 2017. But they actually, um, like, I know that's like kind of a meme now. And so when people say it like seriously, it's so, it's so, so funny. Yeah. It's so like Michael funny. McGrath. Yeah. That's his name. I know his name, Michael McGrath. <laughs> I have had that comment so many times. So funny. <laughs> Doctor Who 2012, 2017 to whatever it was. I'll have to check. I don't know. I can't remember who it was. But how do you, how do you like, um, how do you deal with, would you say like, I mean, I mean, we're talking about a, a clip that maybe gets like one comment. It must be hard to receive quite a lot. Does that get quite stressful at times for you? Uh, it took me a long time to really like, deal with it uh i it's it's very strange going from tweeting something and no one even looking at it to getting like a lot of reaction for just saying anything yeah and i feel like i'm constantly on my toes and i'm constantly like trying not to upset people because i I don't want to upset people you know, I don't want to be one of those YouTubers who is making like, this is why Doctor Who sucks and you're an idiot for watching it. Like, I'm all for criticism. I love criticism. I think we should be critical of our favorite television show. But I feel like it should come from a place of love. And when I when I joke about the show, it's definitely from a place of love. Like, I, I will say the Horns of Nine One is shit. But I say that because I think it is shit, but I also love it. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I love this silly show. I love when it's good and I love when it's bad. But I feel like some people just want the show to be cancelled and they want the show to end and then they feel like, I've won. I've won this silly little battle and I'm like, what's the point of this? But yeah, YouTube comments, I never remember the good ones. I remember all the bad ones. I remember every single thing anyone ever said bad about me and I remember them all the time. And I will never get used to it and that's okay. That's life. That's, you know, and I think we need to be more honest about it. And yeah, I don't know. Being a creator is weird. But that's why I don't really want to be a YouTuber full time because I don't think I can handle it. No way in hell. Yeah. Yeah. That was a great answer. It was a very good yeah, answer. Yeah, it, it, it must be, I mean, it must be like, yeah, it's interesting like, you know, when you you create something that you're so like, for you, like that you're so proud of and like people love, but also it's that, that other side that comes with it, which can be so toxic and negative and affect you so much. And to the extent where you're sometimes like, you know, why do I even like, should I even bother do this and doing this? Like something that i really enjoy like that must be hard like yeah big question josh Mm -hmm. the centenary are we gonna see david are we gonna see shooty are we gonna fade to black what's the big prediction i'm in too much i've got like a whole bunch of different theories Mm -hmm. either because they keep saying they're filming scenes which is vague it's yeah. intentionally vague because they want Doctor Who fans to be nut jobs like me. <laughs> so, is this a continuation of the show? Is Jodie going to regenerate to David Tennant or Shooty? Or is this going to be something like how Disney are doing at the moment, where there's an Obi Wan series? Is this going to be a tenth Doctor series? Is it going to be a mini series of just these these three episodes with just them, and it's it's a part of a wider sixtieth anniversary, or it's not part of Doctor Who? It's a spin off, and then. So Jodie's going to regenerate into Shooty. Or is this like a weird parallel universe? I think there's just so many questions and I'm, I'm not sure where the right answer is. But I think Donna Noble being a part of it is the key. Yes. I think there's something about her. Because if David Tennant is the 14th Doctor, 
why would he go back to Donna? That makes no sense. Because if it's the Doctor, they haven't seen Donna for like thousands of years. Right. It makes no sense. It would make more sense for David Tennant to go back and find Clara or someone because that's more recent in his timeline. So why would he go back to Donna? Yeah. So and I suppose it's it's one of those things as well. Is it does he intentionally run into Donna or is it like mm. a, maybe a by chance thing? Unintentionally or that or that like um or like we keep saying, like a different parallel universe. Because, you know, Russell did mm. parallel universes in his series quite a lot. Yeah. I think it could be possible that and we actually get that parallel. Flux kind of acts as like a neat transition into that as well. Yeah, The whole like definitely. division being between the, the universes. It, I know, because we, we thought that would be... And it might be used in the centenary. We don't know. But like, you know, yeah. I think that could be... That could be a possibility. Because there are like... Exactly right. There, it's It's interesting like why donna is in it it could be as simple as like running into her could be like that but also it's like yeah there are a few things that that don't add up he's doing it so well as well russell like he clearly is like the king of marketing like he he knows people are gonna non-stop talk about it he gives you just enough that you don't know what's going on without but enough to speculate without a dime just enough to speculate and it's like i'll sit here talking about it for hours <laughs> yeah. and How it probably is never going to happen like, literally i yeah. feel like i feel like i'm a broken record every week coming in here you just twist me up and i talk the same <laughs> shit every week i just I, I just feel like i can't but it's impossible not to talk about it it's yeah. impossible not to i know so it's like oh so it's disrespectful exciting. to jody and it's like we're doing the same thing with matt Smith, but it's impossible totally. not to talk about this yeah it's impossible not to you can't yeah because it's so insane it is exciting and we don't even have like a name for the centenary. They need to give us some more shit for that. I feel we like, do you need know. that. We need a name. We don't have a name. Soon, what's so what's so secretive? Yeah. Give us a name. We don't, we don't even have a date either. It would start October sometime. Yeah. Could be on my birthday. I'm I excited did... for that. If it's on my birthday, I'm like, yeah. let's go. I'll I be did keen say for that. like a long time ago on the podcast, maybe a few months ago, that if they market it as like the centenary special or something, like it's a bit weird, but it's fine. But maybe there's like a cool title the episode that kind of spoils something in the pre-title sequence so they i don't know this is what really so you don't know it until it until it actually until it airs yeah that could be which cool. would be like a a weird thing but i don't know that could be cool yeah i mean like you know yeah. i could see chibnall has always been like someone to do something completely different to what other people of other mm. showrunners have done and i like that about him even though i don't agree with everything he's done that could be something that he would do yeah it's gonna be a wacky generation too. I can just see that happening. Yeah, it's gonna be just gonna be stunning, like we said. Yeah. Yeah, if it's David or Shudi or whatever, but it is far too like exciting not to talk about. You're right. It, it's um, it isn't exciting time to be a Doctor Who fan. I, I'm kind of nervous though. Mm. I'm kind of. I mean, like um, we were talking about um because of we went to go see Doctor in the Darts of the Theater. You you missed it because of you got COVID, which is a shame. <laughs> I'm really, COVID. I'm really sorry I'm about so that. I'm so upset. It was, I know, it was that, a life dream been, to go awesome. see it on the big screen. Yeah, I, we're we're really hoping that we get some like um some cinema shines. Even if they release like the centenary at the theater, I'd definitely go see that. Yeah, that'd be cool. There was like a rumor, but it totally could just be a rumor, like a bullshit rumor. I I love kind of going to see uh, the theater. Like, yeah, it's it's so fun. So like, I really hope they do some more like theater releases for you know just the 60th or like the centenary. Like that could be, yeah, that could be great. It it shows it works because people wanted to go and see, you know, the 60s movies. Yeah, it'll be even bigger. For it'll be even view. bigger. Yeah, yeah like so. Yeah. You know, I 
I, I just hope they, I hope they, I hope they do that. You know, because I remember the the woman who fell to Earth screening we went to was literally like fully packed out. Yeah, it was like it was, it was full. a packed wow, cinema, which was yeah which was great, and it was a big cinema as well. It wasn't it was like big. the small ones that they shoved us nerds off into. It was yeah. like a really big one. <laughs> Get them out of the way. Um, yeah, it was, cool. it was, it was a, it was a big fear, but yeah, I really hope they do that. But yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Have you had a lot in the past in Adelaide? I know you got these um the, these movies there, but have you had any of the other like episode screenings there? The last one I went to was to see Deep Breath. Okay. Yep. Right. Um, and I saw the fiftieth. Um, I saw Power of the Daleks, which was rough yeah. to see that in a cinema se- se- um setting. Six episodes is a lot in one go. <laughs> um, I think they did Sharda here, but I didn't see it. Okay. Wow. And I think I don't know if they did um Jody's first episode here, but I, I don't I, I don't really interact that much with Adelaide Doctor Who fans that much. I'm I'm not on their radar. I, I don't know who they are. I haven't met them. I don't really go to conventions and stuff, so it's more people I talk to online. Yeah, no, we're kind so, of the yeah. same as well. Hey, I don't know do, anyone. Yeah, yeah. D- yeah. Do you think if you rocked up to a show in at like the theater, everyone would like be like, it's Josh. I reckon people would. I reckon oh, people. I reckon people would know you. That would be scary. Yeah, I, I wouldn't would like going scary. to the theater knowing that people were there who like watch my videos and would like want to run over and be like, hey, how's it going? That would just kind of, that would kind of like freak me out a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've been to a convention before and I've been around Doctor Who people and no one talked to me or anything. So I don't, I don't think I'm, I don't think I'm on anyone's radar. I really? I don't think I'm, pop- I don't think I'm famous already. I think, I think, I don't think us, people know who I am. It's just because we've like loved your stuff for so long. I feel like in our head, you're like this like <laughs> yeah huge who figure yeah I, look the doctor who community fans make me laugh so much like i just <laughs> i love them they're just so whack we're all weird hermits and we all yeah. go from different like corners of the earth and i just like like the theater experience we had last week was hilarious and like we kept joking like oh fan meet up literally like knowing that no one on god's green earth is ever gonna come and even if they did know it's even come over and want to say hi to us yeah which is like hilarious we were just like joking about that shit i was talking to someone on twitter that was there though where was that come over and say hi hey come get a photo with your favorite doctor who podcast i think no i think they saw the tweet that we went okay and yeah they're like you know these huge would you ever start a podcast josh like uh a Doctor Who podcast or anything else? I don't have the... I, I'm not good at week-to-week or month-to-month things. I'm a bit loosey-goosey yeah. with my schedule. If if it starts being like, oh, this is something I have to do, right. I can't do it. Yeah, I simply enough. will not do it. Because I'm like, then it's work and I'm not doing it. Sure. <laughs> so that's why my YouTube channel is like empty for three months and then I'll have like three videos and then you won't see me for another six. I love so it. it's... That's it's great. so fun as well because you'll see you like tweet about like just a concept one day or something and then within like 12 hours or something they'll be like this, this yeah. great video and that, you always put them together so well as well they're, they're always like so, that animation you did was like oh yeah absolutely incredible that's like so amazing i i don't I, like oh, how long did that actually take you yeah, to do I that i would have taken so long oh yeah it took like um two years That's i had a big insane. break i had a big break and then i kind of like bunkered down and finished it off wow over like a couple months but it was a big project um but um yeah i'm i'm a bit crazy when it comes to editing like once i start i have to finish it yeah sure i, I can't yeah. I, I i bunker down and then like in two days i'll get it done from from like concept to finish like i have to do it or it never gets done yeah no wow. fair 
did Big Finish? I know they like tweeted about it. I think the animation. Did they ever like reach out to you like independently and say like, nice? <laughs> no, which is good because I was worried they'd try and like copyright strike me or get it taken down. Sure. But yeah. I think I them see. retweeting it and Nicholas Briggs, who directed Out of Time even posted it as well awesome. and said how good it was. So I was like, okay, I have the seal of approval. They're not going to hate me because I did everything right. I said, you know, there's no audio here. Yeah, there's, there was just yeah. no. it yourself. You have to buy it. Yeah, you have yeah. to actually, so yeah, you bought the copy. Yeah. Space. Yeah, you totally did it uh, the right way. It's just awesome what you did. That's yeah. so oh, it was, it was like unreal. It's so, like when you come up, because like when you come up with ideas for videos, like do you, does it come out the blue in your head or do you have like ideas of stuff you want to do? And then like, you're like, I'll do that in the future. And then when the time's ready, do you work on it? Or do you just kind of like pull them out the blue? All of the above, really. <laughs> if I, if it excites me and then I can hyperfixate on it, then they're the best videos are the ones that usually do really well. Right. Um, Cause it's like a more niche idea that excites me. Like the nightmare fair one, like my most recent video, that was something I'm like, this is what I feel like talking about right now. Yeah. But then you'll have like, I've been missing episodes. Um, the more recent one where I did like how they came back or something like that. That was something that I'd started writing like two years ago and it never got done. And I was right. like, eventually I'll do this huge project. And um, I did. And then <laughs> I forgot what it's called. I don't, I, I don't remember my videos after they're done. They're, they're out of my brain. That's awesome. Yeah, we, we should say here that if, you, if no one has, well, I'm sure some people have, but if you haven't heard of or seen any of Josh's videos... They are awesome and you can find them on their YouTube channel. It's a really cool place to be and you should get around it. I'll link it down below. In the Malibtion. In the Malibtion below. That's yeah. what it says. I feel like I could just like pick your brain <laughs> all night. I just have so many questions. I, I just like, yeah, I'm just such a huge fan. I love it. Because like, I just love creators and I feel like your content's so great. And I mean, like, I, do you feel like, I know you did that series a while ago about those like, you did like those mysteries, you know, that, that series you did, you know, you grew oh, the, you grew yeah. the, you yeah, know, you grew the moustache. I love the moustache. <laughs> do, you, do you ever think you'll like, do you think you'll do um, more content that's away from Doctor Who or are you going to stick to the Who for a bit? It's so hard because like YouTube is designed to tell you that if you're not doing exactly what it wants, that you're a terrible person. Yeah. You're a terrible creator. <laughs> yeah. And it's, so you feel like, oh, I can't do this or I can't do that because the algorithm will tell me off for it. Because like even when... Let's say, example, like, I, I would do something like The Unexplained and I'll do something that's out of my scope. If I'm trying to please the algorithm again and I'll do a video that it wants me to do, it won't give me the views because I've been bad. Right. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's, it's like vindictive. It, it's like it's like angry at you. Naughty yeah. Josh. So, uh, so, you know, I'm not against doing something like that again, but um, I have no plans at the moment. I don't know, like... Uh, it depends, like, what do you want to do YouTube for? Do you want to make content people are actually interested in or do you want to make stuff that you're interested in? Is there a middle ground? I don't know, sometimes it feels like you're just screaming at the void. I don't know, I haven't figured out what I want. Don't worry, I, Josh. No, I don't think I ever will. We scream at the void for an hour yeah, every week. Every week. Is <laughs> yeah. really up here. I, I listen, I That's, listen. Uh, I'm part of the void. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I just... Oh. I feel like I have so many questions. But I'm sorry. I don't, I don't mean. I don't mean to like. I don't mean to nerd out and like pick your brain too much. But yeah, I mean, like I saw the other day you tweeted about how um, I found this so interesting. I think it's like this is why you're so unique and I think amazing is that like you know you you made that tweet about how like um, someone contacts you about doing a sponsor and you're like the second I take a sponsor, I feel like work. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's Before. so like. 
I mean, that's amazing that you would like, you know, because obviously, like, I I know we're not ever in it for the money, but I guess, like, you know, I guess we would say, like, you know, we can make a couple of bucks on the side. That's nice. But the fact that, like, I think that's pretty, that's pretty amazing that you're just like, nah, this will feel like work if I have to, like, throw in a sponsor. I just thought, like, not really a question to ask you, but I just more thought that was, like, that's what makes you, like, so great, I think. It's that you, you would, you would, <laughs> do something like that i just think that's um yeah you know what you want yeah yeah i i have a strict like work-life balance and as soon as it's tilted i lose my mind yeah so like i need to find that distinction i need that you i need that youtube needs to be my hobby i need it to be something that's fun right because when it starts to feel like work i don't enjoy it and then what's the point of it and i'm just making content no one could possibly want to watch or it's like topped five <laughs> things i hate about doctor who and why it should be cancelled right. yeah like, I, I don't want to make that type of stuff because i know it would get clicks if i made videos about how it's the you know the end of doctor who i could get way more views but would that make me happy as a person do i want to start controversy do i want an angry comment section do i want a bunch of angry people coming and telling me how awful i am no i don't want that for what just like for a, a few more money in my in my AdSense? No, what's the point of that? Yeah, totally. No, that's fair. Yeah, it's an interest yeah. in um, making the content that you're happy with. I think it's such a huge thing for like a creator to do. And it's, um, I think once you find that balance and when like you find an audience and, you know, I think you're, a channel's audience is a really good indication about what kind of like, you know, content you're making and what kind of person that you are. Because, yeah. like, you will get those fans who really do, like, love you and, like, care about you. And, and we're friends with, like, most of the people who watch our show. And, you know, they're yeah, just, like, been, lovely people, you know. It'd be great to, yeah, meet. Like, I, I feel like, you know, you get comments that are people that, you know, what we were making fun of before. Uh, and, and those ones are, like, I'm just not going to reply to those. But then yeah. if someone says something, yeah. they want to have a conversation about who and stuff like that, then we'll have a chat back to them. And that's how we've met so many really nice people yeah it's um it's like yeah it's crazy if you would have told me that like we would have you know be talking to josh or like you know talking to crispy like it's pretty that was like that was like a goal like it's pretty insane that like you know yeah i'm yeah just really grateful that you know i know we both are really grateful that you you know yeah. even come on the show you're making it sound like i'm this massively famous person <laughs> no, no. i'm literally on the same level like, i don't know what you're talking about to get you're stopping, making it sound yeah. like i'm like this massive youtuber <laughs> i'm just really grateful you know like i just yeah. yeah it's um yeah you know it's an honor so yeah big thank you for your sacrificing your evening yes yeah, I, you. I know it's a bit later <laughs> over there. yeah so it's adelaide timelines you know all right, let's bring it all back around to the episode that we were meant to be talking about that we spoke about <laughs> for about two minutes. That's, but that's the show. Fine. That's part of it. That's why we're that's here. That's what we do here. Um, let's do our <laughs> ratings out of 10 of Attack of the Cybermen, shall we? Mm-hmm. Um, Josh, our lovely guest, would you like to give your rating some final wrap-up thoughts hmm. first? I would give it a... Can I do a 6.5? Is that cheating? Or do I have to say 7? No, no, you I, can do, I you can do that. 6.5. I've given like 6.75s and stuff like that yeah. when I can't Ooh. make my mind up. So All 6.5. Right, I want 6.29. Okay. okay. <laughs> I love it. Because so, I want to destroy your entire sheet. I'm sorry. That's fine. I'll just cry. Um, <laughs> Connor. Um, I'm going to give it a 
five. A five, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Enjoyable, but didn't didn't grab me as much as I would have liked. Yeah. But it was really interesting to see Colin because I really was keen to do a Colin story for the show and to actually sit down and finally watch one like in full. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. Yep. It was cool to see Perry finally. And I always love seeing the Slabman rock up, especially in classic cool. era. It's really fun. So yeah, five. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A five. You got to hear that catchphrase again. Oh, did I? Yeah, you don't even know what the catchphrase is, do you? Delete. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Excellent. Oh, excellent. Yeah, right, okay. Great. And they always do this like hand grab thing. Do they? Excellent. All right, we got it. Strong hashtag. I, I like that other quote, which I don't think people talk about enough, which is, destroy them. Yeah, destroy yeah, them at right. once. That's iconic. <laughs> I think that's better. That is good. I love that. That is good. I don't know why people thought that excellent was a good quote for the Cybermen. Like, I... <laughs> I was like looking at it and then I was like, these guys, and I was looking at them in the 60s and I was like, you wouldn't see them like 60s side men, right? Going, nah. do they even talk? They have like really mechanical, it's uh, like way more like the voice of death, yeah. right? Back then. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it was quite, yeah. Mm. Oh, World Enough and Time. It's in there. Yes. World Enough Time and uh, yeah, Dr. Falls and stuff. But yeah. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to give it a six. I might be being kind. I'm not sure. I, yeah, really wasn't into it my first watch and then rewatching it. I found a little bit more fun in it. I don't know how you watched it twice. So, you know, well done. Yeah, well, because I watched those two and then I watched the first part of Vengeance of Varos. That's the next story, right? Mm. And right. I was like, uh, similar to Attack of the Sidemen, it's very dark. It's, yeah, it's an interesting one. Okay. Yes. But uh, yeah, and I just wasn't into it. And I was like, I don't want to, like, I want to find stuff to like in this season. Like, because I know it's so easy, like it's the common thing to do to like bitch about this sort of era of who, um, and I'm like, I want to yeah. find stuff that I like, and and I really loved Colin, Colin and um, and Nicola. I thought they were both really good in it. A respectful fan, we love it. I try. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah. I love Vengeance on Varos. Yeah? I think it's um, Philip Martin's best script for the show. I would arguably say his only good script for the show. <laughs> I I love Vengeance on Varos. I think it's like really dark, but it's it's not too. I, I just like its commentary. I think it's a bit. It's very. It's a bit more contemporary for the time. I would say. What else has he written? Uh, he wrote um, that Seal story for season uh, Mind Warp in yes. Time Lords. So okay. the one with Seal. I struggled with that one. And then he also wrote the real time spin off Seal. <laughs> <laughs> the Devil's Seeds of Paradox. Yeah, which, um, I know what that is. Yeah. Is interesting. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else because I've already upset the director. Oh, no. Oh, really? But that's because I was mean. Yeah, I was mean. I, oh, I was too God. harsh. Oh, no. Um, but I, I didn't think he'd watch my video. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> he seems like a lovely guy. Yeah. Um, so I didn't really mean anything personal, but I think I was probably a bit too harsh. So I was trying to be funny. Yeah, and I think I just came off mean. Yeah, you know. sure. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah, that is a. That's seal. my worst fear is that I'll say something and then someone watches it and gets upset. We've got to get you to see Seal one time. Sure. Yeah, that is a uh, Seal is an experience. Seal that film is, um, Seal. Yeah. Just the character I, in general. Is I yeah I know um I know the I know the uh, film but I haven't watched it. Yeah. Yeah. I have it on Blu-ray. I bought the Blu-ray. They do a whole Fact. bunch I think that of like. Absolve me from any. <laughs> yeah, from any. Yeah, exactly. Because I paid money directly. To yeah, me. yeah, yeah. They've made a bunch of like kind of spin-offy things that aren't like unofficial spin-offs, right? That's like their thing. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I think downtime's their best. Yeah. Um. What What one's that spin-off from? Um, it has the Yeti in it. Um, Sarah Jane's in it. 
a bunch of people. It's fun. Yeah, it's Pretty crazy dear. how they got some of the the characters and, and actors right because uh, yeah. uh, Ace does one right. She's is that in the Seal one? Or am I making that up? Yeah, she's she yeah she's in Seal, but she plays someone else. Yeah, how do they get away with that as like an unofficial? Um, so they they get the license to use the characters. Okay. So that they would go to Philip Martin, who can say, "Oh, can I use Seal?" And he'd be like, "Yep, give me money." But he he wrote that story, so there was an added level of it as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the BBC back in the classic series had weird rights where they could literally license out a character. The writer who wrote it, they own the character. Yeah, wow. Whereas, like, nowadays, it's a bit stricter. I don't think the BBC would allow someone to use the Weeping Angels, for example. I don't think that's going to happen. Right. Yeah, it would be really hard. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. It's such a crazy show. I love it. It's it why Doctor Who is so good. It has yeah. so many, like, it's just different lore, and it's just it's great. Yeah, that's what's really yeah. good about Classic Who as well. There's so much to uh, to talk about. And I hope one day New Who will be, like... The same when we like know I think all so. the ins and outs of. I think so. I yeah. reckon. Yeah, I reckon we'll have. Uh, yeah, I reckon it will be some hot goss. I want the hot hot goss. Yeah, yeah some for goss. sure. Josh, thank you so much for spending your time with us this evening. It thank has been great much. to have you thank on. You so much for having me. No worries. <laughs> this is the part where you uh you get to hear our horrific rendition. Yeah. The, have you have you listened to that far in the in the pods to hear? Oh, us? you bet. Oh, I'm very no. excited. Oh no. I'm so excited. This is <laughs> a work. Of, it's a work of art, you know. Josh, did you want to plug anything? Is there anything people should look out for? Um, I allegedly have a YouTube channel which I sometimes, <laughs> if ever, upload a video to. Will there be any in the future? Who knows? But there is there is currently content from the past. I love it. So if you want to listen to my YouTube stuff, go ahead. Very good. Thank you so much. Very good content. Oh Thank God. you very this much, is, Josh. This is always the best. Josh, you. do feel free to sing along. <laughs> we love it. Oh please. <laughs> oh God. I did. I did the beginning one. So I'm, I'm oh happy. God. Okay. Right, you ready? All right. Oh my God. Let's go. And Let's a one go. and a two. Sorry, it's Kelly Diddley do. It's Aiden and Connor's podcast. They're doing Doctor Who reviews. Doing Doctor Who reviews. We can never have like, an industry guest, per, like, a, like a director from Doctor Who on. Rachel Slally. Sing this in front of them, right? They'd love it. How horrific. They'd be like, this yeah. is the best show I've ever been on. It. She'd be like, she'd be dancing, doing yeah. the worm. Yeah. I think, I think, I think that she'd love it. She's wacky. She'd love it. She'd All love it. Guys, my favorite podcast. Rachel's cool. Yeah, Rach would, uh, I think, <laughs> I think Rach would, uh, you know, she'd come on. I think she would. She's a very yeah. busy lady. So are we. She's, you know, making Doctor Who. <laughs> well, she's doing Doctor Who. Yeah, we can get her on. We can get her to review Heaven Sent yeah. or an episode. <laughs>